Hey, I'm Liz. This is Heather. And we are doing our first Ask the Bitches podcast. So we are answering your questions today. Hit that music. take uh, some time and answer just any questions that you guys have had. So we put out a call on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and some of our awesome listeners and friends have sent us some questions uh, where that we're basically just going to ask back and forth, and we're going to make sure and give everybody a shout out to who asked us a question. And uh, if they remember that they did ask this question, know, they'll be like, what? We were on the show. What? So, uh, yeah. So that's what okay. we're going to do. Yeah. So you'll notice that a lot of our friends and, and listeners are other podcasters. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of the same way. As Once I started getting into the podcasting groups, I started to listen to a lot more of them. Yeah. And um, so it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. We're kind of just we become this big family. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's kind of a nice one because it's not a... Um, competitive no it's it's much more supportive than competitive which is nice and i've you know i when i jump into and i find out somebody's getting a new podcast i'm genuinely excited for them and Mm -hmm. i feel like that is the case with everybody really i really know there's nobody that's ever been antagonistic or competitive uh in that sense i i don't feel i feel like i've seen everybody as you know what is it a rising river rises all boats or something isn't that that's a yeah, cliche yeah. isn't that something somebody <laughs> says i'm people say this people say it i'm sure they do rising water it, rising water rises rising water all. floats the boat i don't know it's just all the boats rise mm-hmm. you understand well i think that's that's a, a genuine thing is that people who are people who are successful and people who are positive not like mary sunshine but you you do that by lifting other people up mm-hmm. not bringing people down yeah the people who are, you know, competitive and negative and, you know, that's when it's much more of my thing is better than your thing. Everything, you know, that we've come across is different. Yeah. There are other people who do nerd podcasts out there, but they're not the same as ours and ours is not the same as theirs. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome because there is more than enough room in the sandbox for everybody to play. Yeah. So we have to stop kicking yeah. people out yeah. and start, you know, well, uh, that's what people. I like about it. I mean, it's, I mean, like you hear like actors and stuff, they're notorious for this, that mm-hmm. everybody's a co- competitor. I, I'm sure it's same in comedy and, and things well, like that. Well, none of us make any money doing this either. Well, so I, know, I think that makes a big that difference. That does, it does make a difference. Like we're all just <laughs> poor as shit, right? Yeah. It's, you know, the people who get into this thinking that they're going to make a butt ton of money on podcasting probably yeah. are not going to last as long as the people who just genuinely enjoy doing it mm-hmm. and who work with other people to get better. Yeah. You know, I find that anytime that we interact with other podcasts and we, we talk with them, we really learn, mm-hmm. I think, more not only about, you know, ourselves and our own show, but, you know, how we can make it better for those people listening. Because yeah. if this was just you and me, we would just be sitting here talking once a week yeah. and not recording it and sending it out into the multiverse of whatever Well, that's just what we used to do. That's what we well, did before podcasting. That's what we did before we stuck a microphone in front of our face. <laughs> We're like, let's just throw a microphone. Let's just call being friends. <laughs> we just have a good time Sometimes talking. it was over dinner. That was about yeah. the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> or, you know, and, and unfortunately, that was a much longer span of time between when yeah. we would get together. Mm-hmm. and now we see each other much more frequently yeah, we and, do. and I really like that it's mm-hmm. fun 
as everybody knows, I live in my cave from time to time and don't really get a chance to get out and do too much, especially because most of the world has a outside of the house job during the week mm-hmm. and I work from home and yeah. do the things that I do. So it's good for us to to interact not only with each other, but with the people who are listening to us and giving us a reason yeah. to continue to to do this. So we wanted to take some time to acknowledge our listeners and thank them for sending in questions. And now um, I've been compiling these questions for the last week uh, or so, and I just gave the list to you today. So you have not even looked at it, and I really haven't looked at it either. I I did copies and pastes and highlights, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't trying to come up with answers. We wanted to be a little more spontaneous than that. Yeah. So uh, it's easier than trying to go through and like our Twitter feed gets, you know, clogged up with a lot of retweets and other things that we love being a part of, but it's really hard to keep track of, you know, who sent you a question that you want to answer because you don't want somebody to take their time to put a question out there and then not answer it. So we're going to do our best to get through all the questions today. And if we somehow don't make it through them all, we will get to them and answer them. Oh, I think, I think, I think we can. Well, I think we can too. And I also think that I'd like this to be this ask the nerdy bitches to be a, an ongoing thing Mm -hmm. that we do every couple of months. We'll just put it out there. And if you have questions in the meantime, feel free to send them to us. You yep. can send them to us at, by email at contact us at nerdybitches.com. We don't send our email out ever. Mm. Like we it's, need, it's at the end of every email. episode. It is, but you know, yeah. most people are just waiting for that little zinger that producer Craig well, sticks on the end for You have to listen to our email address to get to it. You do. <laughs> so, but yeah, contact us at nerdybitches.com. If you want to send us a direct email, question, communication of any kind, that's really the best way to do it, just so it doesn't get lost among the other communique that we've got going on. Mm-hmm. So so let's get started. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So question number one uh, comes from the Cutaways podcast. Oh, I love their podcast. Which is quickly becoming one of our favorites. And I, I, will, I will fully admit, I am still not a full onboard everyday podcast listener mm-hmm. because I don't. I don't have a commute. I don't yeah. have time where I'm just, and if I do, I'm usually reading or sitting with music or something. I so. am still like a month behind on any of them. Like, and so then yeah. I feel bad. I'm like, well, if I send a tweet talking mm-hmm. about a, t- a thing that's still five do episodes. it though, because I like it when people do that for ours. Yeah. That's, you know, it's been far out. I mean, and plus we have retweets that pop yeah. up like this morning, our toy nostalgia one popped yeah. up, which is a fun episode that we did way back at the beginning. Yeah. So, and I, I actually also go through, like the Cutaways podcast, they go through and do movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, they review movies and talk about them, but they started like back and they go forward and they pick things that they enjoy. So I don't listen to every episode, but I will listen to the episodes of things that like movies I've seen and yeah. like, and, and, you know, I, and I do that honestly with most of the podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. If you've got a new episode out on a movie that I've never seen yeah. I didn't like or, you know, and a, a lot of our a lot of our listeners are horror fans and they yeah. do a lot of horror podcasts. Scary, scary. Scary movie podcasts. I don't watch a lot of those mm-hmm. anymore. I did when I was young. So if you've got, a, you know, like the 
our 1980s movie graveyard friends did episodes on Halloween Mm four, which was probably my first scary movie I ever saw as a kid. And so that was fun. Yeah. And Colt 45 did event horizon. And so I was like, it's been so long since I've seen that. And it just reminded uh, me that I could never watch it again. It's so scary. John's horror corner, which is the Mm -hmm. movies, flicks and films, I think. Yeah. They did one on deep blue sea, which I think Colt 45 may have done as well. I love that movie. It's, I just watched it like six months ago again, because it's been on HBO. So (laughs) it's so fun. I don't know. That's, it's just a fun movie. So, okay. So back to our question from the cutaways podcast. Um, how, uh, what are some movie? Uh, what are some of any comic books or books that you've been reading lately? And how did you get into podcasting? Okay, so that's three questions. It's three questions. So let's start with the beginning. Well, let's just let's lump comic books and books. Okay, what are you reading? What well, I've been reading? okay. So I I think I've mentioned this before. I'm in school, and so I've been reading textbooks. Mm. Uh, when I read comic books, it's generally Batman comic books. Okay. Um, I I read them electronically mm-hmm. uh, on the comic exology, and I love them. And but Batman is my primary. I do do the Marvel Unlimited, so I'm reading some old school. Um, Marvel. I'm old school. Over six months old. <laughs> it's not crazy old school. It's not from the 60s. And one of these days, I want. I plan on getting into the small Star Wars runs um, through Marvel, but it may be after I graduate, which will be this summer. The uh, the comic book that Star Wars put out, and I can't remember the name of it right now. It came out right before the Force Awakens came out last year, which kind of talked about what happened right after the Battle of Endor and the Return of the Jedi. Um, where it's basically Poe Dameron's parents mm. are in this uh, book. And this is when he's a, I guess he's a baby. So when, when did this release? It would have been October or November of 2015. Okay, so it should be out now. For it's it. it's on, on Comixology. And well, it's, it's, well, Marvel Unlimited is a, it's right. like a Netflix, it's, so it takes about six months. This is a four-episode uh, comic that that's came how out. a lot of them are this new yeah, star it wars was, ones. it was four it was four episodes and it came out right before and it basically talks about um poe's mom whose name i don't remember uh taking leia she was a pilot so she took leia to naboo because mm-hmm. they had some business to attend to on naboo uh, luke is off trying to find those jedi's trees that we've talked about in the four of the you know from the first jedi mm-hmm. temple the trees that supposedly, you know, kind of bring life to the force. So it's a really good series, but it also, you know, it, and this was back before we even really knew what the character of Poe Dameron was or which one he was. Cause they hadn't named yeah. mm-hmm. the characters publicly yet. So it's, it's good to go back. I mean, I need to go back and read them again. Yeah, that's, Those are my future plans. Mm-hmm. Oh, also I read all of the Miss Marvels, the Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I plan on reading the new Miss um, Marvel uh, again. That's also on my thing. Okay. We also finished Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a book. Uh, for me, I am not a big comic book reader. Like I said, I've read the Star Wars ones. This Over the summer, I read um, Batman the Killing Joke just because we were about to go do a podcast event. When they fun. did the mm-hmm. um, the screening of that at the movie theater before the DVD or the Blu-ray release, um, books I have <laughs> I've read seven you so read far this books, year. Yeah. I read uh, I, last year I read thirty books, thirty new books, books I had not read before. I also read probably anywhere from five to ten books that I had already read, and some of those are just like. I read The Martian and then I listened to the audiobook of The Martian or we, you know, went on a road trip and we listened to 
Ready Player One, and then on the way back, we listened to Armada, both of which I had already read. So that's kind of what I mean. But there mm-hmm. are others that I'll pull out, like every couple of years, I'll read the full Lord of the Rings, or I will read Jurassic Park, or whatever just piques my interest at the time. This year, uh, for 2017, I read uh, The Princess Diarist, which is Carrie Fisher's book that she put out two days before her heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um talks about her affair with Harrison Ford during the original Star Wars movie run. Um, I also read Unsinkable, which is Debbie Reynolds' memoir, because, of course, they both passed away right before the end of last year. So emotionally, Mm -hmm. I was reading a lot. That's a a difficult thing to read. It was tough. You know, it was really tough because I love them. Mm -hmm. I love Carrie and Debbie, and that was so hard. And we've already, you know, we've hit that already, but it's still just... Yeah, still raw. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I also read Lauren Graham's book, "Talking as Fast as You Can," um, because it talks about the Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. reboot, or not really a reboot, but the yeah. reunion revival, whatever they're calling it. Um, I don't know. I've, I've read seven. Now I'm trying to remember Hitchhikers. I finished Hitchhikers for the podcast for the book club. Um, currently, I'm reading uh, "Charm School" by Nelson DeMille. So it's a uh, kind of a Russian spy Cold War mm. novel. It has been in my ebooks for years. I think I tried to read it before and I got like five pages in and I was like, I can't. <laughs> but now now I'm about halfway through. It's just a long fucking book. So those are the, you know, I like to read a lot of, I like to read a lot of memoirs just because I think I'm a psychologist. My I think people are fascinating. Yeah. So I enjoy reading those type of things. I like historical fiction. I, I really like it. It's, See, that's where this charm school kind of falls into that. I but. don't like historical fiction like romance novels. And yeah. for some reason when I'm searching for them and stuff, I keep getting the romance novels. I'm like, I don't care about the milkmaid's bosom and whatnot. I, what I want is... <laughs> his throbbing it's, manhood. It's, it's, you don't it's, care about the well, throbbing, throbbing manhood. manhood. It doesn't matter what time zone <laughs> timeline you're in. You know, it's just I, I I I like to read it so that I can I can learn about these historical things. Um, you know, obviously all of the Philippa Gregories are that take place during the Tudors are really good. Um, uh, there's a, there's a couple authors that I always pick up whenever they do uh, whenever they have one uh, just because you learn you learn a lot but then you're still following a story yeah I think that that's probably where I learned most of my facts is actually because it was uh, extraneous information in like a historical fiction book okay well let me I just pulled up my if you use the Goodreads app you can yeah. set up a reading challenge mm-hmm. um, so like I said mine is set up for forty this year I like I said I read The Princess Diaries by Carrie Fisher I wrote read the Rogue One a Star Wars story, oh, yeah. the book that mm-hmm. came out after the movie. Finished up Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I read Amy Poehler's Yes, Please. That was good. Uh, it's been on my list forever to read, but it came up on BookBub for like $1.99. So I was like, sweet, bye. Yep. Um, Omission is a book that is written by a friend of mine. Her name is Liberty Spidell. She, re- uh, she writes this series. It's the Darby Shaw Chronicles. And uh, Darby Shaw is a detective, but she is also a superhuman. And her, um, not spoil it, but it's in like the second page of the first book, her superhuman ability that pops up is that she can bring people, murdered people back from the dead by touching the victim and the murderer at the same time. Oh. 
So it basically like how the hell do you run across that? Well, skill? like I think it was found in this because um, she was on the scene. And mm-hmm. the guy was still like standing over the wife with a knife and she like falls and it accidentally touches both of them and the wife comes back to life. And so it's like, whoa, that's really good. So then they spend all this time doing detective work, trying to track down the murderer so they can drag him in next to the dead body. So I think she's got a week. That person can that's be dead for a week. It's very, it's it sounds a little like, I mean, it's not exactly like it, but there's a, there's a grave, the grave killing series by, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that lady that wrote True Blood. Well, I got into re- uh, Charmaine. Yes, Charmaine. Char- Char- Charlene, Charlene, Charlene Harris. Char- yeah, Charlene that, Harris. That's who it is. Um, but anyway, I, I, this is actually a, a woman that I met through a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I know somebody's a writer and I'm like, I know them. <laughs> so I, you know, she just I put know out, him. I know, I know him, yeah. Santa. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she just, she had a three, she had three books out previously. The fourth book just came out. So that's why I just mm-hmm. finished reading that one. Um, really good. Highly recommend. Okay. Um, Unsinkable by Debbie Reynolds. And then I, oh God, sometimes those free ass books on BookBub get you and yeah. they totally fucking suck. So I read one that totally fucking sucked, but I read it in like eight minutes. So it was fine. Uh-huh. This was called 34 Going on Bride from the Spinster series <laughs> by Becky Monson. So Becky, your book sucks. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. I just they're not listen. She's not a listener, so we're not, not to worry. She doesn't care. It. I already wrote her a nasty. Well, not nasty, but this is the thing with these books. Like, I it's the third book in the series. I have not read the first two. Oh, this was the free one, so I got it because it was free. But I'm yeah, not going to go back and buy the other two books. You should make the first book the free one. Well, you should. Think. Well, but this is why they don't mm-hmm. because you make the third one the free one, and then they have to buy, pay to go back and buy the other two. I That's what that vampire writer that we met. Oh, did. I thought she did the first one for right. Maybe it was. Yeah, I, was, I think it was the first one. It was so terrible. But um, but anyway, so I read this book and I'm like, okay, I get it. This is not a standalone book. There were things that led up to this book, but this is a character who is a doormat and she is weak and she is annoying mm. and she is always a hot mess. And I just, <sighs> yeah. I just couldn't get, and, and maybe she, maybe in the first two books, she's somehow lovable and, and like you just learn to live with this, whatever it is. I just, yeah, maybe <laughs> it was a fast read. So I was like, eh, check a list, you know, check a book off the list. All right. So they asked about how we got into podcasting. Yes. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning. We just kind of, we have, it was, uh, I, I love this story just because, uh, I got an email from Heather one day and, uh, it just, and this was, Almost five years ago now. I think it was it's like 2012 yeah. that mm-hmm. we uh, that I got this email, and I really wish I would have saved it, or that my email would. <laughs> I think have it was a text. It. No, it was an, it was actually an email. email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it said, "Hey, I've got this idea for something that's going to be a lot of fun, a ton of work, and will make absolutely no money. Are you in, <laughs> Heather? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and I said, my response back was something along the lines of. Everything that I love to do matches that perfectly. <laughs> of course I'm in. Now, what are you talking about? <laughs> and basically, you you know. Yeah, we had a series of like meetings beforehand. Like, you know, not meetings, you know, we're going out to dinner. I mean, we were in a boardroom. <laughs> yeah. We had a 59 diner. Yeah, we were at the 59 diner. Um, uh, you know, t- 
talking about what we wanted to do and kind of getting a basic idea of it. I think the biggest reasoning, and I was not a podcast listener at all Mm -hmm. at this point. I had heard some of the NPR stuff, which, Mm -hmm. you know, full disclosure, I didn't even know what NPR was until I met Paul. Oh, no. I had never (laughs) heard of it. My parents didn't listen to that. I, I had no idea what it even was. But, you know, he had introduced me and I had heard, you know, some of the This American Life yeah. and some of the other shows that they have on. And um, and I think what you were more of a podcast listener, but had said, it's such a sausage fest. Yeah. It's just guys out here doing mm-hmm. this. And honestly, we don't run a lo- across a lot. I mean, obviously, we have a question from the cutaways, which yeah. are yeah, two we've female got a, podcasters. We've got some female podcasters. We have too. some female podcasters and listeners here. But by and large, most of the podcasts that we interact with are still dudes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's great. But we wanted to bring our perspective and, you know, yeah. female perspective, but not a menstruating female perspective or a sex you yeah, know, perspective. Yeah. Like and that just wasn't. A lot of them that I'd find were they were trying to be titillating to the male listeners. And we uh, gross our male listeners out on a weekly I know. basis. Our male listeners sure. are like, oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, more okay. flapper panties. <laughs> the flapper panties. <laughs> we were really hoping this week that we would get something sexy. Um, no, no, no. no we, we're, we don't. We don't talk about sexy things. We're, we're you married. know, it's like yeah, we're old. You know, it's, we're it's, old and married. Yeah, and they not do. not what we intend to talk. About. You know, if you're 21, you can sit around and talk about that stuff, and it doesn't affect your. We talk about your relationships or yeah, your life, but yeah. when you're older and married and they don't want to hear about it, yeah. they don't want to hear about it, but you also don't want to be like throwing your partner under the bus Mm-mm. and talking about things that are just way too personal to be talked about. It's just not, yeah, it's not cool. So. They, they don't want to hear that uh, everybody knows about their stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah, we talk about people we don't know stuff. That's yes. Movie star safer. stuff. Much Mo- movie stuff. Cutaways had this thing that was uh, so funny. They were doing Shakespeare <laughs> in Love and they were like, hashtag show me the bum. <laughs> like, it was so funny. <laughs> they were doing, uh, um, and then they talked about, uh, you know, Shakespeare in Love has uh, Joseph Fiennes not, and mm-hmm. uh, so they kept calling him Voldemort's Voldemort's brother. Voldemort's brother. And then Ben Affleck's in yep. it and then she, they're like, Batman's here to fight Voldemort's brother. <laughs> like, wow. yeah, I really like that. I think we should do some more. Yeah, you know, we haven't done a classic movie review in a while. Um, we started doing it this summer. And oh yeah, we totally need to. We we're behind on a lot of stuff, but you know. Uh, yeah, we did too. We did Alien, and then we did um, Boondock Saints. A- Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we've got a lot that keep popping up. That's like I really want to do this. I really want to do that. We're not necessarily a commentary podcast like some of our friends mm-hmm. who watch the movie. And those do are it. fun, yeah. We, but they are fun. We've we've enjoyed doing those. So, you know, in the future. But that's pretty much how we got into podcasting. We just said, look, we like each other enough to sit around and talk about a bunch of shit, and we hope that people will like it. Mm-hmm. I know going in, I was completely convinced that I would never listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But but the but the reasoning is because I have always hated the sound of my own voice recorded. I don't have a problem with my voice in general, but when I hear it recorded back, it just always just sounds wrong to me. It is wrong. Like it's just, my my voice is not this high. It's, like it's like I hear looking, my voice. It's like when and you it's look not in a mirror yeah. versus seeing a picture of yourself. Yeah, where because because of the the image reversal, I think there's something that goes on with your voice as well, where you hear it one way in your head, but then when you hear it recorded, it's just it's just a different. Bo- so I was I was fully convinced that we were just going to put this out there, and I'd never listen to it. But um, because I 
do the, like, you know, we've got producer Craig who does all of our technical stuff, but I, I work our website and I listen to every episode so that I can write the show notes that need to go to be on iTunes and to get people drawn in to do this, this stuff. And also to link any links and pictures and stuff that we found or made. Um, and I, I was listening to the first four episodes because we, we recorded and did a four episode block so that we would have more than just our intro out there for yeah. people to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Yeah. I had so much fun listening back and going. And I actually said to myself at one point, I would listen to this. Yeah. And I do. Mm-hmm. I've listened to every episode that we have at least twice. Because I listen to it whenever what? I'm doing, doing the, the notes. But I also listen to it once it posts to uh, iTunes. iTunes yeah. and yeah, it's in Stitcher all and wherever else know. it is. Um, I, do, I do too. I, I listen to it. I listen to it every But episode. I enjoy it. And I, and I like that we, after two plus years or, and 60 plus episodes that we are still having fun with it. And I, I was really concerned that we would start running out of topics like five minutes in. Yeah. We, and we, we have, um, or that we would do too many duplicates. We didn't yeah. want to be a, like a Harry Potter podcast. Yeah. Like we, we covered Harry Potter and we come back to him every once in a while. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't understand the people who have such a singular focus. It'd like be that, hard. It would be hard. Fresh. Yeah. And so, and I think that's why movie podcast ones are so popular mm-hmm. because you can change it every single time and there's plenty of movies out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that is actually, it's one of our harder things that was coming up with a topic. Yeah. Um, but Once we get a topic, we're good to go. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't require much. I'm, but you know, you, you just, you wake up in the morning sometimes and your brain is completely blank and like, mm-hmm. I can't think of a topic, which is why we're doing a Q and a today. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, that, and we had some people we wanted to have guests on the show, but they mm-hmm. weren't available this yeah. weekend to record. So, uh, that, that also plays into a lot of this. We've got some, uh, plans that we actually put in place last year because last year our plan was to start uh, not just covering topics that we already knew about but to bring in new areas that we weren't familiar with. Um, we did some shows on anime and cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might have covered a couple other topics that are slipping my mind but one of the things we wanted to do was do a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. we have it's been a year and we have we still have not gotten used to this for so long but we've been we've all been really really busy between you and school and Paul mm-hmm. is with opera and he's going to be running the campaign but we're working on it so we're trying to get this set up so that that will be coming out soon yeah so um, yeah in learning all new things you know that's that's a good point. We've also had the, you know, our games, the game episodes, oh, stuff like that. We've got to play another game, the Cards Against Humanity, because that was just fun. Yep. So, yeah. So, okay. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, one of the things that we're doing, and this has nothing to do with Q&A, but we are campaigning to get Felicia Day on our podcast. So we need your help. Yeah. you got to start tweeting and use some kind of like hashtag that draws Felicia Day Yeah, to we're, our we website. haven't figured out said hashtag yet. We don't know what it yeah. is yet. But if you got ideas, send them. Yes. Yeah. That would be good. I would love it. Okay, so that was the first question by the cutaways. And I am apologizing here because I know Ashley, what is the other? Yeah, sorry. Oh, she my God. She didn't send her name. She's, yeah, Ashley uh, sent a direct question, mm-hmm. which is the one you're going to ask yeah. next. But mm-hmm. um, there are two awesome ladies oh on my that. God. And for, my brain is broken. We're going to remember it and put it all over the show notes and all over the Twitter. Yeah. You you ask your question and okay. I will start looking at it. All right. So Ashley um, of the Cutaways podcast also wants to know David Tennant or Matt Smith. If Matt Smith 
why. <laughs> so I think we know. <laughs> I think we Ashley's know where Dave, where Ashley leans there. Yeah. So, um, so hard. Okay, I was very new. Okay, this. Okay, so this also links into the first part of it this, does, right? It does. So yeah, when we started talking about this podcast, Heather and I made an agreement. I would watch all of Doctor Who, not the old stuff, but from the, the was it ninth? The new Who. So from Eccleston forward, mm-hmm. I would watch all of Doctor Who, and she was going to watch all of Battlestar Galactica, which is a much shorter thing to do because it's only like four seasons. Four seasons of like 28 episodes. It's like, like that. There was a lot of There's, episodes. Well, there is a lot. But still, <laughs> but still, you know, all the who versus that. So that was part of our agreement, our swap. We have another one going on now that I think we've both forgotten about. I haven't started mine. That I haven't either. So we're going to I, I promise it. Yeah. It, it will have to be after the summer, I think. Or yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Okay. Right. After Comic Palooza. So, so that's when I got introduced to Doctor Who in general. So mm-hmm. I started with Eccleston and then he had his exit and regenerates into to David Tennant. And I did not like him at first. Hmm. The first few episodes, I could not stand David Tennant. That's how it is with all the new doctors, though. But, and, and, and I found that to be true. But I, I really was having a hard time with him, particularly because he's also Barty Crouch Jr. from Harry Potter. He was on that show for like 35 minutes total. I don't care. <laughs> it's the, the little tongue twitch thing. I expected it to happen every David time I saw him it, on that. David doesn't do it. Just Barty Crouch does I it. I understand. But this is how it went. But it was the same thing. When he went out and Matt Smith came in, I didn't care for him up front because I thought he's got a weird baby face and I'm just not used to him and custard and fish fingers and all this kind yeah. of stuff. But uh, he grows on you too. Mm-hmm. And plus, Amy and Rory. So I, I love Matt Smith because Amy and Rory. But I think I'm still David Tennant. Oh, I'm David Tennant. Yeah. You I, should be. You look just like Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I um with with David Tennant, there is I like the darkness in him, and that's why um actually I'm a big Capaldi fan because I kind of like the dark portions of the Doctor. I see Matt Smith as a Labrador. He's just, <laughs> he jumps up and down and he's hard to control. He's and, so excited. And I, and I like that. I mean, I like Labradors, but like in the grand they scheme get away. of, they get know, annoying. yeah. So I, I, I really like Tenet. I thought Tenet was a really good um, doctor and I, I really enjoyed, I, I wear the same shoes as him. So that kind of mm-hmm. adds to it. I wasn't, I wish I was as skinny as him. Jesus. But, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I do. I lo- I like I like David Tennant. I really loved all of his storylines, and um, you know, so that was uh, <laughs> so Justine, Justine, Ashley, and Justine. No, I'm I think Justine's only a periodic one. Sorry, <laughs> I'm trying to look it up, and there's. Too I think many Justine's things. a special guest because I remember hearing them that she's on only every once in a while. Am I losing my mind? See, it, I'm bad. I'm bad. With we names. did this with. Um, we did this for Justin and Miguel. Yep. <coughs> well, so. y'all need to post more because mm-hmm. I need to find your names. Yeah. Sorry. Well, so, we'll, we'll tweet the crap out of you. Exactly. Sorry. Okay. All so, right, so that was. Well, it's not like they know our names. Hey, I'm Liz. Hey, I'm Heather. Every episode. Every episode. Yeah, I guess so. But Which they, they also, may do they, as well. They, they so. do as well, I promise. Yeah. Um, 
Anywho. Okay, so that was the question. You're uh, you're David Tennant. I'm David Tennant mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I, I, I like Matt Smith and when I found out he was leaving I was really upset. I do like Peter Capaldi though. It took days. me it took me a time to get into to Capaldi as well. So it only took me a couple episodes. I saw somebody post a meme and I'll have to find it. It's the life cycle of the doctor, but it's the life cycle of a Doctor Who fan. So it's like, I hate this new guy. Well, maybe he's not so bad. I love him. What do you mean he's leaving? Nobody else will ever do. I hate this new guy. So it just kind of. It does. It does. And I think that's just how it works. I'm. We've just found out that uh, Capaldi's going to be leaving after this next season. And uh, so I guess they're trying to figure out who the new doctor's it going is, to be. It is Ashley and Justine. Okay. Yeah. See? I was okay. <laughs> um so, you know, there, there's always the speculation of is it going to be this person? Is it going to be that person? Still totally pulling for a woman. And I know I heard somebody and now I can't remember who, but I still I'm pulling for Helen Mirren because I think she would be the most fantastic doctor. Yeah. Um, also, Haley Atwell, I would like to see if we're going to do female. If we're going to do male, I want I forgot his name. He was the guy on the IT crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The um Funniest shit. Did we turn it off and on again? That one? Or? Yeah. Well, no, no, the other one. Um, I forgot the one that's real shy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'd be awesome. Oh, I can imagine. He was on, he was in um, another show with uh, Seth Rogen, um, where, Neighborhood Watch, mm. and he was funny at that. <laughs> you know, they should bring back more as James Corden, though. Oh, I know. I like him. We love, yeah. we, we talked about him yeah, during Craig. our, uh, yeah. our favorite companions, companions episode. Companions episode. Yeah. You yeah. know, we've only done two Doctor Who episodes. I, I, either I, I, one of them was on the series. It was on the Companions, and it was on Capaldi. Yeah, and then I um, speaking of Capaldi, though, I do uh, want to talk about the most recent season, which we um, before the next season comes out because it's going to be the last one. So we'll have one wah, of those wah. episodes. Yep. So. All right. So moving on. So thank you, Cutaways Podcast, for sending your questions. I'm going to assume the first question came from Justine because the second one specifically says Ashley. But if yeah. they both came from Ashley, then good yeah. on you, girl. Okay, so uh, this next question comes from our friend JD over at The Nerdery. Yep, The Nerdery. That's another one of the podcasts. We ha- got to hang out with them during the Batman Killing Joke thing mm-hmm. this summer. I, know, we, I didn't really see them at Comic Palooza. I just saw evidence of them. They had <laughs> stickers around. <laughs> they had one of our stickers on their vape machine. Yeah, so yeah. that was pretty I saw fun. that, like, you know, it was one of those, it keeps happening too when you go to these cons, these gigantic cons. You're there at the exact same time as somebody yeah, else. Yeah, you never see them. Like, Miguel was at the last con I was at, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't even realize. We gotta start was. just texting it out more I know. we're here this is where we're I at. know I, I did us. I did that a bit I usually I try and send people to whatever Craig's well, doing we, so. we also did it we did it at Comic Palooza however walking in the door at Comic Palooza we had right at 200 followers on Twitter yeah today we well, have over a thousand 1420 more, yeah. followers on Twitter which may wow to the, the to the exact to the number thing. Yeah, and, as of have you deleted morning. all the porn bots yet no <laughs> why I don't what do I give a shit if they're following me I don't follow them all right keep um, it on there but no uh so we have a lot more you mm-hmm. know reach now than we did then so we're really hoping that we can continue to do that because I really enjoy getting to bump into people and say I oh my too. god I've listened to your show and it's fun or Oh my gosh, I need to listen to your show. And we had, I had three new friends on Facebook who, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was Mario and Luigi and Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. That uh, we ran into (laughs) at Comic Palooza. And they just, they loved the name of the show. Mm -hmm. 
which we also had a meeting about to, yeah. to determine the name of the show. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That was another we meeting. We sat around for a while going, can we put bitches on there? What's yeah, the... Yeah, I know. We, it, it causes more problems than you'd think. So. Yeah, it causes problems, <laughs> but it also brings people in. So it's one of those like catch and 22s. It's, it's, it's who we are and it's who we want to be. Yeah. And it just is what it is. So. Yep. All right. So back to JD's question. So we mm-hmm. got JD at the nerdery says... Uh, basically, what are your perceived differences between DC and Marvel, both the DCEU and the MCU, and publications? Which do you prefer? Why or why not? Mm-hmm. I think we've we've hit this a lot because we talked we've talked a lot about Marvel. We've talked a lot about DC. Uh, I've got I I enjoy. I mean, we're talking to, for uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I really enjoy it. Right. I like it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. How uh, that being said. I don't think anything could surpass uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight. I mean, so I just I just don't think that you can uh, place an entire brand on one character series. You know what I mean? Yes, but it is the best one. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> it's, it's like it's like, okay. So, and and we've said this many times with with DC, you get Batman, you get Superman. And sometimes you get Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yes, they have other characters that they will bring in as lesser players from time to time. And now they are trying to jump it up more yeah. with the Justice League and some yeah, of these other Yeah, there should be some Green Lantern in there. Yeah. But again, you basically got three people, maybe up to three people, running your entire show. And I think it just cuts you off story-wise. And yeah. I think that's one thing that Marvel has done better. So much better. Yeah. And this is this is all from the movies perspective right now. Oh, also um, or and the Netflix. The, well, the TV yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, although I will say that DC TV on CW is killing it. Yeah, I do. It's they awesome. are fantastic. Their shows are not as dark, but they're still dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like especially the Net- Arrow. Well, the Arrow's darker. Netflix and- is you know its own thing. It's not network, so they can say what they want and do what they want, and that's fun. And their shows are really good. The Jessica Jones and the Daredevil and the Luke Cage, all of those are really, really good. The the CW shows, Arrow and Flash and Legends so of Tomorrow mm-hmm. and now Supergirl, they're fantastic and I really, really like them. Uh, also, Gotham is pretty fun. Uh, yeah. I, you know, that's I'm on still Fox, getting but... into Gotham. I'm still getting into Gotham. Um, but I really... I, I, fun is the wrong description. I'm sorry. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to... I wanted to recant that fun may not be the right description for Gotham, <laughs> well, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it is cool. And it's it's dark and it's grimy. And it's funny. Paul just had me watching... Um, was it Batman Year One? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some A lot of the animated stuff he's had me watching. And then we watched another yeah. one that I had already seen. DC does really well with animated. Their animated stuff is good. But I think what Marvel has done... Since the start with Iron Man, let's start with Iron Man with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that they have taken these characters that may or may not have been known to a lot of people who weren't avid comic book readers, and they have given them life, and they have made them a more important part of the universe, and now I love how they're blending everything together. So. You know, we started with Iron Man, and then we had the Hulk movie with Edward Norton, and then we had the Iron Man 2 and Captain America and Thor, and then the Avengers movie. So yeah. now all of those single movies have been brought into one movie. And, and then it spits yeah. out again. But we've also got the Guardians of the Galaxy coming in, yeah. Black Panthers coming in. There's a lot of these really awesome shows that are going to be coming in and together. And then we're going to have this Infinity War. We're going to have all of this really just neat 
I, I am mm-hmm. so excited for Ga- Guardians 2. Oh, by me the way. too. Yeah. The trailer looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Groot. That's uh, all day yeah. long. That. We I can say that. I mean, obviously, Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing it much better than mm-hmm. uh, DC. And um, I think half of the reason is because Marvel does standalone movies mm-hmm. that hook together. And DC is puts out shit so that you can that that maybe three down the road, it will start to make sense. Because even, you know, even though I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, Batman Begins was not nearly not good. as good as... You know, I liked it, but it was not very good. Yeah, I mean... And it's it, like Scarecrow, really? Yeah, it sense. didn't change my life. Yeah. Dark Knight, I walked out of there a different person than I walked in. I, I, th- just I loved think it. you can give a lot of that to Heath Ledger, though, because yeah. balls. Yeah, he, he was awesome. He's really, really good in that. But, um, and then I've always talked about that, too, that like a British, uh, uh, a British director really brought the life into Batman. We, we talked about that on text, so they don't know that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I did. I also brought it up. On that was during I, ta- our, uh, I, know, I did bring it up. Your Flader Mouse Man conversation yesterday. Yes. So. <laughs> We did, we did, I have always thought that like the, this outsider view yeah. of an American superhero really worked better because I think we're too close to we it. We talked about it during our American Gods episode with Neil Gaiman coming yes. to America and telling us about ourselves, yes. which one pissed us off and two, it's like, huh, you're but right. The, yeah, it's pretty good. And that's why good. it pisses you off because yeah. you're right. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, we should have seen that. Yeah. Duh. Um, as far as the comic books, I think that um, I only really read uh, of the DC comic books. I mostly only read um, Batman ones, uh, Wonder Woman's. Uh, I did read, you know, when they did the New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little too, uh, and and uh, it was a little too. What's the word I'm looking for? Athena and gods and blah blah blah. You know, like mythical. A, Yes, there you go. <laughs> and, and the same for me, though, is for the Thor comic books uh, in Marvel. They also did that to me. And I just, I didn't like the wordings and how it was written mm. and stuff like that. So I wasn't um, I just don't, as fond of it. I don't read a lot of comic books. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not something I ever really got into. I've done some graphic novels mm-hmm. from time to time, but none of them are DC or Marvel. So it's like, eh. yeah. So I can't really speak to the publications the Watchmen between the is two. DC. Did you read Watchmen? No. Oh. I've seen the movie and I want to poke my eye out and it's rapey as fuck. So Yeah, the Watchmen is kinda of rapey. Yeah. Kind of. They rape they, someone they actually, in like every fucking they, show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every episode I've seen of this is like Jesus Christ. I don't know. So um I can't say which one I prefer because you prefer DC. You I, I generally prefer DC, but if it, you I'm were, gonna okay. be looking for I look forward I put it this way to what is on your skates. Batman. Right. So there you go. You are DC. I am Marvel. Yeah. But I, mean, I do love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. But we know. we had our Marvel is amazing episode. Ooh, they were just doing everything perfect. And we did our DC don't fuck it up episodes. <laughs> and they and they, they, and they did. I, uh, there's some good things about all of the little things, but. That's how you so, finally got around to watching Suicide Squad. I liked it. Ugh. Yeah. Woof. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that Harley Quinn and Deadshot totally Deadshot was owned awesome. that movie. It was great. Yeah, yeah. In Harley Quinn, I mean, really, it should. It was just a Harley Quinn and Deadshot movie. It was. Yeah, I don't even remember the names of most of the other ones except the for Katana. Except for Katana because she pops up from Arrow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah, I do like uh, I do like Arrow. So, like, if we're talking TV, I think DC does it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, if we're talking movies, movies Marvel, Marvel, Marvel has it. And animated, I say DC. And in comic books, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Because, you know, and I will say I watched the... Um, Netflix has a series of Lego adventures out there. Mm-hmm. And I watched a couple of them recently just because I like the Lego yeah. games and I love the Lego movie. I have not seen Lego Batman it's yet. Good. It's not It's not as good as the Lego movie, but it's good. The Lego movie is really good. So I watched um, Lego Jurassic World, and I think I watched like the Lego Avengers. Oh, woof, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, <laughs> the Lego the, the Lego Jurassic World one was ridiculous. Uh-huh. It was really just. And this has nothing to do with anything, but it was really That's insanely funny. ridiculous. I did. I did like Lego Batman. Was fun. Um, I think if it had a catchy theme song, mm-hmm. it would have been as good. Everything is awesome. I know. They, they, you, think of one for Batman, though. They had some... I, Everything is Batman. He does yeah, it he, at the he, end he, of that he, movie. He, he does it. He does it in the, at the beginning of... Uh, he has this like rap song thing that he does, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun, but it's not catchy. So Right. Anyway. Yeah. Wow, we went off on a tangent. Meh. So. They're still listening. All right. Just listen for your name, kids. Listen for your name. All right. So next one's on you. Oh, okay. This is Ophelia, who's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. And uh, twice. twice, 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 twice. Yeah, twice she was on the show. What were we talking about? Anime. Uh, anime. Uh huh. And then I think she stayed for a drinking one. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, if we get you on our show, we make you record a couple episodes and work for your work <laughs> work for your spot. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just here and we don't want to kick you out. So. Yep. Um. <laughs> okay, so she says just overall nerdy girl topics. So she's got like, she kind of squished a couple in here. Um, mm-hmm. How to deal with trolls. What to do with being mansplained to. <laughs> and does the lightsaber color choose you or vice versa? I like that one. Uh, okay, so how to deal with trolls. I just ignore them. I think we've actually been really lucky so Well, you know, far. we used to feed the troll. And then we used to we, feed the... We did, they weren't our trolls, though. Yeah, we they were found some... trolls on the internet and just read their comments and yeah. poked fun at them. Uh, but that's been like a year or more. So, yeah, we haven't done that we recently. We haven't done that a long time. Uh, because we, we just don't... We changed it to like out-of-context internet been, quotes. I yeah. think that as, as an all-female podcast, we have been incredibly lucky... To not have a bunch of dickheads trying to fuck with us. Yeah, only only a couple. Like once. Yeah, once. and then we. I mean, one, uh, well, there one was stranger. I yeah, and the I I a, deleted something real quick off oh, of our. Really? Um, and then I was like, oh, I wanted to show that to Liz, but once I deleted it and blocked it, it was gone. Damn. It was. Um, I couldn't tell if it was spam or like I couldn't. What what, what did it come through on? It came through on Facebook pages. Oh. I mean, it was... Inst- that, you know, the other troll was Facebook, too. Yeah, so. it was instantaneous, though. I just happened to be there, and my pages mm-hmm. then came up, and I was like, I don't Woo. know. Yeah. This This is... It was a... I almost you know, did that with the first guy, the... the yeah. I want to fuck you guy, kind of. Yeah. And it was like, no, Heather should see this. It's funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson, but this one, it wasn't... It wasn't terrible. It was just like a... Um, I could, I, it would almost seem like it was spam, like an Autobot yeah. did something. And so, but it had some offensive language in it, which is why I was uh, like thinking, well, maybe it is personal, but I delete it. Clearly a person that English is the second language. Yeah. So See, those kind of things I don't even take seriously. Cause we get, we get some of that, but our, uh, like on the website, but yeah. our spam filter, ask filter mm-hmm. will filter a lot of that out. This is something that would get filtered out. <laughs> yeah. It gets filtered and flagged. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even read them half the time. It's like, you like giant 
member man. Yeah. You're like, that's, if, you know, I might be offended if I could figure out what the fuck they're trying to say in yeah. half of them. But I, we've just, I think we've just been incredibly lucky. You know, we, we also don't play with a lot of super high tension topics. Mm-mm. You know, we don't play politics. We don't play religion. We don't. Yeah. It's just one. It's not fun. It's yeah. not nerdy. And it's not something I want to deal with. And it's not something you, I want to talk about. Yeah. And it's not something I want to get jumped on over either. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, we've we've had some. Yeah. we've had some issues that where you know, something just kind of like came out, mm-hmm. but at some point we've decided, eh, I don't really yeah. know that that's the way we want to go. So fortunately, you know, so thank you to those of you who listen and actually enjoy. And if you don't enjoy that, you just move along. Yeah. Like that's, that's something that, you know, I think we were a little bit nervous going into it that because we were women, we would get a well, lot yeah, more. It was right around the Gamergate stuff. So yeah. we were like, we were kind of afraid. We'd heard about like anybody was, so we were kind of afraid to just be women and be out there. And mm-hmm. um, Twitter has uh, not lived up to its reputation so far. Right. And, and um, um, we've just received just very few things. So we, we just kind of ignore trolls mm-hmm. and they, they kind of go away. Yeah, I think that's the thing that when you're dealing with someone who's trying to troll you, it's they're trying to you know they're trying to take away your your happy your joy or whatever and it's like fuck you you don't mm-hmm. have that control over me and if you don't feed into it then yeah i mean there there are things that if somebody comes at me personally and wants to say stuff or wants to attack my family or do something like that i'm going to stand up to that and that person's going down mm-hmm. but if it's something stupid i'm not yeah. going to get drawn into your dumb game i'm i'm smarter than that yeah. sorry buddy Go find someone else to fuck with because it's not happening yeah, today. Yeah, it's uh, you just be they they don't uh, get the attention back from yeah, us. No, and that actually goes into the same next question is about the uh, mansplainers. <laughs> is that we generally just don't respond to it. Yeah, I think in the past we each of us has probably gotten a little oh, annoyed yeah. when it does happen. It doesn't happen very often. It, it's it's been it's kind of something that women are used to like yeah. if you say something the sky is blue a, a man is going to tell you that it's only due to the ref- it's refraction only cerulean and yeah. it's, refla- it's refracting re- off, off the, the ocean, ocean yeah and blah, 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 and it's blah, like yeah. we know what it's for the sky is still <laughs> fucking blue we don't need the explanation of why and you know how um, when I think, and you do, you just, you have to ignore it because it's like, if you think that I feel like you've added value to mm-hmm. my conversation, you haven't. Yeah. Now, if I say in a podcast, Hey, can somebody correct me on this? Or can somebody clarify that? Which we do a lot. Yeah. Right. Lot, yeah. And, and we fuck it up a lot. I mean, yes. we, we will say the wrong name. We will say the wrong thing. And if you're going to come say, this is, this is the way this, okay, that's fine. Mm. But if you come and tell me that my opinion on something that's my opinion is wrong, because your opinion, because your is, opinion is, is different, is, then I'm going to, one, not give a shit about anything else that you have to say ever. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm just going to ignore you because well, you've, you've, just, you've just taken your opinion and made it fact and my opinion and made it trash. Yeah. And that's not okay. Yeah. And I mean, and there's, there's a difference between mansplaining and banter, you know, like, uh, there is a, you know, I, you know, I always make jokes. It's like, well, you know, every, everything you said about dark Knight was wrong, you know, but otherwise great show. Like I'll say stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Things, you know, you know, things back and forth and people will do that back and forth to us yeah. but um you know like well i don't agree with anything you said good show you know yeah. and, I, and you know what that's okay yeah because i have shows that i've listened to that i'm like 
Wow. Mm-hmm. That wasn't all that great. But you know what? I like you guys. Mm-hmm. Still, you know, I listen to the show. So oh, you got to download ones, from me. Check. Yeah. I, I've, I've had ones where I was like, I have disagreed with almost everything you said. But you know what? I was entertained. Yep. And that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to entertain people. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to get corrections to our opinions and well, we're not we, trying to get We are it. also not out here as experts in any of this. Mm-hmm. We did not go to film school. We have not studied nerd culture in an aquarium of, you know, think tankness. Mm-hmm. This is our life. This mm-hmm. is what we live. This is how we enjoy entertaining ourselves. And we are sharing that because there has not been enough female representation. We're seeing a lot more of it, mm-hmm. but and we're, in the very- two years that we've been doing this, but there's it's still a very small population. I think that's... Uh- I, I want to get to clarify what mansplaining is, though, and I, I think that uh, this is what a lot of men uh, get confused on, mm-hmm. is when a woman states something, mm-hmm. a fact or something, she's not asking for an explanation. No. However, for some reason, some men are compelled to give them an explanation for why. Like mm-hmm. like kind of with the sky is blue comment yeah. earlier. So I don't want to think that just talking to us is mansplaining. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's um And we don't think that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's we're not anytime some a man says, How dare you? This is mm. not a feminist agenda. Yeah, yeah. But we we definitely have seen this where it's like we're talking about something sky is blue if it says actually at the very beginning of your tweet it's fucking <laughs> mansplaining right. so don't say don't you dare say actually in front of something yeah. because actually i don't give a shit mm-hmm. so, actually like yeah especially so. when it's something that's subjective god that's it drives me crazy yeah and it's again it's it's you imposing your man opinion on top of mine because my little woman opinion can't handle it handle it and i think that's the big difference mm. it's not a man woman thing necessarily because yeah. there are women who women's blame oh as yeah well. yeah I mean, we'll totally come back and brother, brother. so yeah you're, it's really just not don't be a dick yeah let's you, just go you're allowed to ha- you're allowed to have differing opinions yeah and um, we're all allowed to have differing opinions. Just don't but be a dick about yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think that that's more of a clarification. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't be a dick about your opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you just you want to clarify. Opinions, you can have strong opinions. You can state your opinions. Do it respectfully. Yeah. And just, you know, um, you know, I don't mind being called out on mistakes, you mm-hmm. know, made on air. But um, I get them every it's, time it's, uh, a show airs because I've got Opera Man who comes well don't forget this one and and we saw that you know and i'm like okay that's yep. great oh but yeah we recorded it two weeks ago so there's really not much i can do about it yeah so. but um there there is a difference and yeah. and if you uh feel like you have to tell us something it's probably not coming from the best part of your heart yeah exactly. if, if you are laughing and giggling about something that's a different story yeah i think anytime you're going to um you know deal with should I send this comment? If you have a question about it, no. maybe wait, wait a yeah. day and see if that comment still speaks enough to your heart to where you have to say it and can do it in a way that it doesn't come off sounding snotty. Because mm-hmm. you have to remember, anytime you post something online, you can't. And the only way to contact us and talk to us is over the internet. We don't have a call in number, so you cannot interpret tone. Yeah. So unfortunately. You know, we're going to read anything that you write probably in the the harshest possible light, unless it's very clear that it's 
yeah. joking or it's fun or it's complimentary. Yeah. So just think about wording. It's very important how yeah. we word and how we talk. Yeah, to I people. think th- I think that the key word is actually. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, <laughs> I think that's the one. That, that's um, the key. I um, I I love I love our t- our Twitter uh, mm-hmm. correspondence, and I and I have a lot of fun with everybody, and so, and I really mansplaining. It doesn't come into account that often. Uh, obviously, a lot yeah. less a lot less than trolls. Um, so you know, so basically, if I we're, think the problems that we've had with people mansplaining are people who 100% have no idea that they're mansplaining. Oh yeah. They, they don't. Yeah. If they, if they thought they were, they would stop it. Like that's, um, and generally we just don't, we just don't uh, comment or don't reply Mm -hmm. to them. And it kind of certainly don't retweet it. Yeah. You can't see it if we don't retweet it. Yeah. So, so, you know, if we retweeted you or if we commented back to you, you, you're pretty clear. You're You're, good. You're fine. We're good. And I, and I, I, I hope I don't add more confusion to the subject because it is, it is kind of compu- confusing, but when you feel like you have to explain something to correct us, it, it does come off, um, kind of snotty. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. like it. So don't, uh, but, but you know, but you we, we, so but we can be wrong. I mean, yeah. we admit that we're wrong, but, um, you just gotta, uh, just, just and again, if you're going to. One, don't correct us, inform us. Yeah, there's yeah, a exactly. Big That's you know? exactly right. There's a big it's difference like, between "ha ha, you messed this up," and "by the way," or "this." Oh, a, I heard this, and you know, this is what or, it actually I, I've is. Been, or, I've been, I've uh, been linked to articles. It's like here, you know, this is this is actually what I read. This is what I this is what I've read about it. Well, that's good because send me the science, baby. Yeah, which is why when we did our time travel episode, we only talked about TV and movie entertainment. Oh, we I know, did not. We are not about to get into, no. you know, any of that other Unless we got stuff Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show. <sighs> that would be awesome. Can we have him and Felicia Day at the same time? No, because then we would lose half of, we could get twice the ratings. So we'll have two shows. <laughs> I love both of them. Planning, planning. <laughs> okay, so the last question mm-hmm. that she had in there. Oh, yeah, she had another yeah, one. Yeah, she had one more. Oh, is, am I supposed to read it? Yeah, so this is part of your thing. I thought I was on. You're uh, still on four. Oh, does, you the, only do, does, does the lightsaber color choose you <laughs> or vice versa? I like this question. I do too. I'm going to go with just like the kyber crystal chooses its bearer. The kyber crystal is what runs the lightsaber. So the lightsaber color chooses you. I'd say that it's like a wand in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's it's it chooses it chooses you, or mm-hmm. it's or it's at least a refre- a, a reflection of the type of person you are. Well, that's the thing. Like when you're and and you know in the movies they don't really go into a lot of what it takes to build lightsabers. There's more in the in the book universe and in like the Clone Wars. I think they have a little bit um, about that. There's no setting. <laughs> There's well, no going I, and just I, picking you know, up a crystal I, that's I say blue, that, but so. like, you know, we've talked about, um, okay, so like in Dark Disciple, we read Dark Disciple, mm-hmm. and she stole her, her mm-hmm. uh, light, lightsaber. Theoretically, if it chose you, it would change color once you used it. Mm. I don't know. So, well, but there's, there's I, also, if you read Ahsoka, which you haven't read yet, if you read Ahsoka, the, she steals lightsabers and heals them. She steals them from a dark force user. So they're red. I thought that the uh, red ones weren't made with kyber crystals. The red ones are made with kyber crystals that have been broken. They're wounded. So they're basically bleeding. That's why all of the dark side are oh, red. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was super nerdy. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you may have heard we are nerdy bitches. 
That's so funny. Now, <laughs> At least we're I, not telling bad math. I, I do like the idea of um, of it picking you, mm-hmm. and I kind of I do I put it akin to uh, Harry Potter's wands. Yeah, so the, not similar. Harry Potter's wand. I mean anybody's wand in in the that Harry, realm. Yeah. Yes. All right. So uh, that was a good one. I like it. Thanks, yeah, I, do. I like that one. We have a, uh, another question from Ophelia because she's a badass and send us a bunch of questions. What makes a nerdy bitch? Oh, are you asking me? I'm asking you. I don't know. Um, I think somebody that's not afraid to refer to themselves as a bitch. <laughs> and nerdy. And nerdy. Uh, really, really qualifies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's And you don't have to be a woman either. Oh, no, no, no. Some we, of, some, we've got the best nerdy bitch uh, fans and, or, and nerdy bitches mm-hmm. in our, in our, our army, po- in our posse. <laughs> and they're dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I know Beat Him Down had our nerdy bitches uh, pin on his backpack. Yep. But I have a Colt 45 one of mine. So it's, you know, turnabout fair play. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that's, I agree with you that yeah. it's not about being a bitch. You know, we talked about taking bitch back in our very first episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about being a horrible person that no one wants to be around. But it's about being somebody who's willing to stand up for what they like. And I think that's that's the biggest part. Is it's not enough to be nerdy, you know. A lot of people are nerdy, but they live in the nerdy shadow. Like we live in the light, and we bring our nerdiness into the light, and we're not afraid to stand up for what we enjoy and what we like. And if you don't like it, and you want to talk shit about it, I'll be happy to tell you where you can stick it because it's not any different. Then my ex-husband loving watching sports 24-7 or whatever. It's like, that's your fandom. This is mine. And I'm willing to defend my right to pursue the happiness of it. So, you know, I I don't think that you necessarily have to be somebody that's confrontational. Um, But, you know, if you wear your uh, fandom on your sleeve, you know, like your heart on your sleeve, um, it's understandable. And it's just... It's just what we are and we're out there. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. Obviously, it's a little tongue in cheek, you know, a little, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, well, it's, if you're asking where, you know, where we came up with the name, some of that was just, you know, you got to search and see what's already out there yeah, and not do that. Yeah. So, so yeah, you want to make sure that uh, whatever you have is unique. And because um, I don't know, like nobody's, I don't think this question's on here so we can ask it now. You know, we've talked about the difference between like a nerd and a geek and a dork mm-hmm. and things oh, like no, that. I thought that that question was asked. <coughs> I don't think it is. Um, we might need to check back on our Twitter because yeah, I thought I saw it. We, I may have missed one. If I did, I apologize. We'll do it next time. But I think, you know, when we we're, we use nerdy and geeky interchangeably, though I think there are There's subtle differen- differences that I think we probably fall for the most part more into the geek mm-hmm. genre. Uh, it just didn't work as well. I as think a name I for think us. nerdy kind of has a skill behind it, like in general. That's what I've just always like. I always think of like math nerds when I yeah, think math nerd like it's a much skill. more of a. I mean, a, I a, you know I do you know statistical work at the office, but like, but in general, I don't really have. But a, you don't do it for fun. You do it for work. I do it for money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody has to pay me to do that shit. My stats for money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good but um. You know, but in general, yeah, it's, it's um, more of a love of a thing and yeah. I love it. And uh, 
as opposed to the ability to do a thing. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I, You can still love to do it even if you have the ability to do it. But like I can love the concept of time travel and space travel and not really understand. Not have a clue yeah, how to yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we have to listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson. That and he's just dreamy. <laughs> he is a little dreamy. Shut up. He also you has totally my... made fun of me during our Geek Crush episode. And I think that was the one Ophelia was on, to be honest. Oh, yeah. The I Geek Crushes. And, I think uh, so. Jess may have been here for that one. Or maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, maybe that was. I don't know. Well, Sorry, guys. We're 60 some odd episodes in. We've forgotten. We forgot. <laughs> but you totally made fun of me for my Geek Crush on Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And it has nothing to do with sex. That's the thing. It is not a sexual crush. It's the same way that. I have sort of a crush on like Ann Burrell and Sonny Anderson from the Food Network. <laughs> I would just love to sit around and have them cook for me and me sit and talk with them. That's the same kind of thing. It's it's more of a, you know, and it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think Barry White is a sexy man, but he's got a fucking sexy voice. Yeah, I'll listen to that. It. So it's same kind of, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson's kind of got that same deep rumble. Well, every once in a while, rumble. like, he'll, like, really, like, kick it in mm-hmm. high gear. He oh, did, yeah. yeah. He's funny. He knows what he's doing. Well, the other thing I love about him is that he does not take himself too seriously. Yeah. He is a brilliant, brilliant man, but he can still joke around and make fun and make light and just be a fun person. And yeah. that's that's what it's about. He's one know? of those geniuses that kind of brings it down to like the non-genius people that can so that you can but understand. Here's it. the thing. You have to do that. If you don't, nobody understands how genius you really are. Yeah. Because they don't know. That's the thing. No one will. I wonder if, if they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're not going to think you're that I wonder smart. if like other geniuses like are scoff at him because he's trying to bring things to <laughs> you, you to the to the common okay, folk. I, I I have a just a mental image right now that is totally sending me to hell. But it's a uh, Stephen Hawking sending <laughs> like just barbed text messages to uh, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. You are such a dork. <laughs> you are kicked out of the Genius Club. <laughs> Going to hell. Going to hell. All right, so that was a good question. What is our next question, Heather? Okay, so Ophelia is... Man, she was on fire. She is on fire. I'm going to send you a button, except you already got one. So So what are the top 10 must-haves for a successful Comic-Con experience? Fun. We did this, or we did... We didn't do a top 10. No, we we talked about how to navigate a con. Yeah. Well, I'll let you answer if you... Well, I I don't know that I got 10. I didn't make a list. I got 10. we'll We'll just talk. Let's just talk. I say the first one is good shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to good shoes because that place is, all of these cons are huge. Mm-hmm. There, And you don't really think about it that much. You're like, oh, it's like a block. But these are like big city blocks. And, and like, you're going back and forth. Back and forth, uh, and, back back and, and, forth. and up and down and in and out and, and just around and everywhere. And I tell you what, I had those little shoes with the memory foam and they were they're they're not great shoes, but they were fantastic for that. And I got out of there, no blisters. My feet weren't killing me. I was still able to move. Yep. So good shoes is my number one thing. Yeah. Crossbody bag. Crossbody bag is mm-hmm. good. Or backpack. Yeah, or backpack. Of some kind. Yeah. I'm thinking for this next one, I may invest in one of those collapsible. Uh, oh shit, wagons. Yeah, you know, they make like a. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring like a red kids wagon because that's huge. But they make collapsible. Yeah, ones I've seen ones. Yeah. That, you know, if I want to go roam the floor, mm-hmm. like the vendor area, you know, if you want to buy stuff, 
you you end up being very limited on what you can get because you got to either be able to fit it in your bag or carry it and then you're weighed down with bags. So maybe if I have one of these rolling little wagons, I can make it through plus I can keep, you know, because I bring my camera equipment as yeah. well. It's just a little bit it's easier. Got to keep an be a problem keeping an eye on it cuz you go to a panel with it, you got to keep your eye on it. Well, of course. But I think, you know, like last year Paul came and he carried some of the stuff, but there was a time where he was sitting down playing D&D for a couple hours somewhere else. So you can't always expect that. Yeah, so. it's, it is hard. I, I do carry a lot of stuff during Comic-Con. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I always, yeah, okay, let me throw this out there. Uh, something to cover up with because no matter how hot it is outside, it's going to be frigid inside. But also prepare for it to be 185 degrees yeah, outside. Vice. Yeah, so I usually, um, I have historically just put an entire like a cardigan or a uh, uh, shrug or something in my purse. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing I'm going to do this year, and this will be a good one, would be to just bring a small cooler mm-hmm. with Gatorade and water. Good Lord, lady. That's a, a lot of stuff. It is, but Where one, are you going to carry the book First that? of all, well, I'm going to put it in the wagon. That's why I got the wagon. <laughs> but first of all, the stuff, the food and drinks at those conventions are expensive. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they have whatever they I don't they even know if you're allowed to bring out an outside food or drink. How are they going to stop you? Because well, you have to go through people that tell you. They check your I stuff. I didn't go for- through anybody through anything. Well, I brought go. drink last time. I normally go through a, uh, well, at least it's a but bad also, check. Well, well, you have to do that, but that's, they're not checking your food to see where it came from. Oh, but I anyway, never all I'm in. saying is. Actually, I did. I know I brought some peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Here's the, here's the deal. The first day that we went, and this year the con, the we're talking specifically Comic Palooza right now, um, because it was in the middle of June in Houston, Hot. Texas, and it was hotter than the fucking sun. Our panel was at 2 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon, maybe 2.30. Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon, excuse me. Friday afternoon. It was hot as balls. That midday sun had been bouncing around and I downtown. Had, and I had, uh, had you to had run. You had a suit on. Yeah, I had a suit on. I had to run with the suit. And then I changed my well, clothes. I just had jeans and a t-shirt because that, like, just normally that's fine. But the two-block walk from the parking garage it to the It would have been thing, fine if it weren't for the walk. It would have been fine if I hadn't had to do that. But you can't get any closer because it was all torn up for construction. And by the time I made it into the building, not even to where we needed to be, just to the building to meet Craig to get our um, our press badges, I was already ready to fall asleep. Like, I was so hot and exhausted and tired but this is where the Gatorade comes in. Because you know from it, it out playing Pokemon that Gatorade have have in Gatorade. the heat makes a huge difference on bringing back your electrolytes. Because after you mentioned that, I do a lot of photo shoots and all of my photo shoots are outdoors. And a couple of them were, I did two, uh, uh, no, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was 100 plus degrees outside. This was like at the downtown skate park. Ooh. So it's nothing but concrete. And I'm like, geez, kill me. And I was so miserable and so overheated that I made Paul stop and get me a Gatorade. And it just it changes brought me back to life. I didn't get sick. I totally would have gotten sick after that because you, you of the can heat. even drink that hot. I mean, yes. I've had it in my car mm-hmm. and it will still, it doesn't refresh you. No, but it doesn't feel good, but it, you feel better. It, um, yeah, man, it's, it gets, it gets all the, gets you back up to mm-hmm. normal. Um, okay, here's another. Oh, oh, oh! I've I've oh, got another a, a successful con. Is um, 
and then I blinked. <laughs> I had an idea in my head. I guess I'll write it down next time. But go okay, ahead. Okay, my list. successful con is to take a lap around the vendor floor before you commit to start looking from one thing to the next. I do that. This is something I did not do. One, because when we made it to the vendor floor, it was right after our thing and I was still hot and tired. Um, so I, I honestly didn't see that much. And I think by not seeing that much, I missed out on a lot of things I would have liked to see. Not that I was going to go out and buy a bunch of stuff because that's just not what I was going to do. But I, I missed a lot of stuff. There were a lot of things there that I saw in passing, like running back out the door that I was like, damn, I really wish I would have gotten that Millennium Falcon shaped wooden chip and dip holder. Mm-hmm. Because that's cool. Like yeah. you don't come across that at Target, no. you know. Yeah. So I, I would say take a lap around the floor. Take a lap around the like the kind of wherever you can that's yeah. legal to walk through. Like don't be busting through autograph lines and photo bombing yeah. paid pictures because they will kick your ass out. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say make sure you take a lap and see what there is because there's a lot of vendors there who are not getting the exposure mm-hmm. that they need well sometimes it's just bad bad uh sometimes you just get the crap section right mm-hmm. that you know so you need to i always i always try and walk through the whole thing yeah uh twice it walk through the first time to look at things and check mm-hmm. it out and then i'll come back around twice um one thing that uh i really think is important is obviously the uh par of celebrity guests you'll notice that ones that do not have celebrities do not have a draw mm-hmm. and uh it affects the vendors and what they can sell yep. uh it affect because there's less people coming in so i i really like to have the celebrity guest and i i find that i really appreciate the ones with the celebrity guest as a panel because that's mostly what i do is watch the panels well cuz the panel's free for one, yeah, you don't have them, yeah. to, you know, it, and that's the thing. A lot of people go to these and they they want to just walk up and sneak and take a picture with a celebrity. And that's mm-hmm. not really cool mm-hmm. without yeah. their permission. Because, oh, you're not allowed to do that at the con. Yeah. Because they're getting paid to be there. But I can go to the panel and I can take side pictures mm-hmm. of the Aliens cast, which I did. Um because I, I don't really want yeah, to spend have, that kind of money. They to, have areas for press know. to take photos yeah. too. So it's 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 a, it's allowed and... and um, yeah, the um, but know your know your con rules. I think that's oh a good yeah, one that too. is a good one. But um, you need to be uh, a very conscientious person towards the celebrities too. Mm-hmm. Um, do not uh, try and take over their time. Do not try and single yourself as someone more special than it. Just you know, ask your questions at the panels mm-hmm. in the way you're supposed to ask them. But um, no leaping on stage and yeah. being a dick bag. Well, just and just don't. I mean don't go through the autograph line and ask for a selfie and don't go through the uh, uh, photograph line and ask for an autograph. I mean, there's certain rules that are mm-hmm. done so that everybody can get their, um, uh, get through there. But, uh, well, those and celebrities it, are tired too. They, yeah, you, you know, don't, I know you've got the best story in the world about how mm-hmm. you're in love with this person or you saw this person and it changed your life. But you know what? So do the 45,000 people behind you, and that poor celeb is just trying to get through. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, the you know, a good moderator at these panels will get those stories out from the thing and make sure that the people asking the questions are asking appropriate questions. Mm-hmm. So I really like the Q&As. And I find that um, they're, they're where I feel like I get the most interaction with the uh, celebrity, even if I'm not necessarily asking a question. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how many that was. I, I, I didn't know. keep I, track. I think, I but think anyways, we got to ten. That's that's a pretty good, a pretty good list. And also look for things. 
one of the things that I didn't really realize when we went to Comic Palooza last year was how much stuff there would be for other things. Like, uh, Comic Palooza is also the largest literary festival in Texas mm-hmm. every year. And they also have uh, movies. Uh, they have it's all a, sorts. Yeah. They have sports things. They have trivia stuff. They have all sorts of different things. So make sure you're looking at the guide or the online area. Oh, yeah, the app is awesome. And really check out, like, what all is there. You know, I really wanted to go. We've talked about this. I really wanted to go to that Furry 101 mm-hmm. panel just because I want, like, what the fuck are you people? Yeah, we totally need to do that again this year. We missed it because I think it was at the same time as one of ours, one yeah. of, one of ours or something that we were doing. But I got to go to four or five different writing and publishing panels and you know, it was really great to see that there was all of this stuff there that you didn't have to just be in cosplay. Like but go to you all might, the Doctor Who panels. You might consider cosplay when you go to these. And if you're not a cosplaying person, like I have never been a costume dress up kind of person. But I'll tell you, by the end of the first day at Comic Palooza, I felt a little weird not being in a mm-hmm. costume. Like normally you go, that's weird. Look at this guy dressed like Thor. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people who are dressed up yeah. that you do kind of almost feel like the odd duck. Yeah. So it was a little bit weird. I remember walking around going, we should really have worn a co- some kind of costume. Like, eh. I mean, I wore my nerdy bitches t-shirt, so there was that, but... Yeah, Still just kinda... you know, I mean, I, I can't afford cosplay. It's so yeah. expensive, but I do really I don't know anybody I, I, to cosplay. I really enjoy it. Um, we could go with our um, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy theme and just wear a bathrobe with a newspaper yeah, with, with a, a towel. towel. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, 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 I have a lot of fun watching the cosplayers and I really like when they stop and take pictures with you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's fun. Yeah, I saw a, a baby Sharknado when we were there, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a kid dressed up as Sharknado. That's I loved awesome. it. And Tara Reid was there, so. Man. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about that. Well, she was in Sharknado. That's why I oh, No, I know it. she was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know she was. I just, nobody gives a shit about her. So I think that's uh, probably what we got. So if you haven't been to one, check it out. Totally mm-hmm. worth it. Lots of fun. I thought I would be completely overwhelmed, and I, I really wasn't. I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. And I thought that Opera Man, because he's, he's a lot more of an introvert even than I am, I thought that he would get really overwhelmed and would, mm-hmm. you know, tap out after the first couple hours, but he loved yeah. it. There's, luckily, Absolutely. with the George R. Brown being as big as it is, there's kind of places where you can go and escape to to get a rest. I mean, there mm-hmm. was one point when me and Craig went and uh, went just way down the hall and just found a chair and sat down in it. And we're like, we just yeah. got to decompress for a second. You know, I've done, I did that as well. It's like, yeah. I'm just going to sit over here in this quiet corner under an air conditioning vent yeah. and just chill out. Yeah. You can do it even without really? people walking by back in the weight corner. need to see if we can figure out how to get like hotel room or something. The hotels, by. the hotels this so year looks like, well, one of them looked the really nice one mm-hmm. across the, the street. I saw 139 bucks, which is not bad. That's not bad. We need and to so I was, look. we were, we were considering doing it for Saturday night uh, and doing maybe a pub crawl. But. Well, so you live fairly close. Yeah. I live 30 miles away. So, you know, we had to go back and forth every day and it gets exhausting just yeah. the, dealing with the parking and the traffic. It's like, if I had a hotel room, I could go do what I want to do, come back and take a nap go back and play some, you know, Cards Games. Against Humanity or do whatever, be a part of karaoke, go to Neil's yeah. across yeah. the street. Do that got, that reached fun, capacity. So. It was, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome, but it was, yeah. Bad. yeah. 
But anyway, so there you go. Get a hotel if you can because it's long drive. Yeah, so. and the construction's done though, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, that's good. Okay, next question comes from our friend Justin mm-hmm. over at Mind Fudge Podcast. He is also with Gray Bear Comics mm-hmm. and yeah, formerly and of the yeah. Comical Podcast yeah. with uh, Miguel, whose name we had forgotten before. So no, no, um, no, when Miguel we remembered, it was Justin we forgot. I remembered Justin, thank <laughs> you. Because I proofread their, or I beta read their comic book yeah, before it came comic. out. Yeah. Um, I just so, got the second one, I haven't read it yet. I haven't gotten it yet. So, okay, Justin asks, what is your favorite non-Houston-based podcasts? I think is really interesting because we know a lot of Houston podcasters. Well, so. Cutaways is uh, California. Mm-hmm. So that's one of our favorites, and it's in California. Um, uh, 80s movie Graveyard is somewhere mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Mm-mm. They're West and Central. Oh. One lives in Nebraska, and the other lives, I think, in California. So. Oh, okay. All right, so not East Coast. <laughs> but not uh, Houston. So let's see. There was... Um, there was a there's a film guys the movie guys and uh i can't remember where that's based but that's pretty good um i do um enjoy the national ones that's you know everybody's heard of star talk radio obviously this american life some of the big ones the ones that actually make money um but uh yeah i'd say i actually of the ones of my go-to podcast it's this american life star talk and cutaways that are not Houston. Yeah, so I've got 80s movie Graveyard, who, mm-hmm. again, some of our favorite. And I found one recently that some others, and actually Justin was one of the ones who had recommended, oh. which is the Magic Tavern. Yeah, you're right. I, I have heard of the uh, heard this one through Craig. I really, I'm only a couple of episodes in, because again, I'm very slow to listen to podcasts, but these are pretty short, so they're usually 20 to 30 minutes. It, they're hilarious. Like, I really, really enjoy it. And again, if, you know, like I've played some D&D over time and it's been, you know, so you've got some of the similar aspects of storytelling and um, role play that go along with this particular one. And I really like that. It's a lot of fun. So if you haven't visited the magical land of Foon, which I yeah. believe comes out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that cuts out. That comes out in uh, comes out at the back of Chicago. I think he's from Chicago. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that one. It, from what I've heard, I've heard just a couple of episodes, but it, it has been funny both times. So, okay, so I think what we're going to do because we actually have a, a good deal of questions and we're spending a lot of time on them is we're going to cut this into a two part episode. Mm-hmm. So we will um, we're going to take a break here. Yep. And we will come back next time and get you the second half of our uh, Answers, Answers, Answers with Nerdy Bitches Podcast. (laughs) So we'll see you next time. Okay. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. None of us make any money doing this either, well, so I, mean, I think that makes a big that difference. Does, it does make a difference. Like, we're all just poor as shit.